0: WSB. I'm WSB's Herman Kane, and depend on this whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alerts,
1: or a traffic red alert. The WSB 24 Hour Breaking News Center will
2: tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750.
1: WSB. Depend
0: on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No,
1: I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue.
0: the show and a good wednesday eve to you mark aram here you there this is the mark aram show heard monday through friday 10 to midnight on news 955 5 and am 750 wsb it's 10 7 7 after 10 the gang not all here tonight uh low t chuck is here screening the calls but uh stoic longoria actually taking some vacation time he took the uh, brood to Austin, Texas for a music festival. Yeah, for a whole week. Good for him.
2: Yeah. But he took the kids, too. Well, I think he dumps them off of family. Does he? Well, I wouldn't you? Well, yeah,
0: but I would yeah. have... I mean, he's got family here to watch him.
2: Well, I don't think his mother-in-law could watch him that long. No. And his family's there, so I think got that's you. why. And I don't get to see him that often, so he thought i 'll just take the whole week so he's not taking the 18 month old to the music festival I don't believe so <laughs> okay good for I him hope he, not. he
0: deserves uh, oh yeah. a little a little rest and relaxation and uh, he's a big fan of of Austin and the music scene so we'll be without Longoria but don't uh, have no fear Mark Dowden is here the gray ghost on the other side of the uh, takeout window tonight uh, longtime member of the Mark Aram show. An original member of the Mark Aram Show, perhaps.
2: Yeah, I've ridden in this rodeo a couple of times. How
0: long you been at WSB now? Uh, my 13th year. Wow, 13 yeah. years. Time for your bar mitzvah. Just about. Jews nugget. Bar mitzvah. <laughs> Speaking of Jews nuggets, uh, I was off Monday and Tuesday for the Jewish New Year. So happy New Year to you guys. Le Shana Tovah, if you want to. Why do you guys get your own you? New Year? Our, our calendar is different. We don't have the uh, Greco Roman calendar, which which makes it difficult. Because our holidays, you know, Christmas always falls on the twenty fourth, twenty fifth. We'll call it the twenty fifth. <laughs> oh man, don't let Erickson hear you not I know the date of Christmas. Um, but it, it's kind of like uh, our calendar is kind of like Thanksgiving. There is no set date for Thanksgiving. It's not always November twenty fourth. Yeah, it's, it's just the, the, the third Thursday, Thursday of, of November. So when when the Jewish New Year's comes, it's not January first. It. it it's always on the Jewish calendar, which doesn't coincide with the rest of the world's calendar. So I always have to look up when I take the days off because people are like, when's, when's Rosh Hashanah this year? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. On the American calendar? I don't, you Is know. it
2: always in September, October? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, okay.
0: It's it's the the fall months. Um, and I got another one coming up next week, Yom Kippur. That's yeah. the big one. So I'll be off for those days. Um, yeah, but it's year 5777. That's that's how old I Good are. Good Lord. Yeah.
2: Literally. Good Lord. <laughs> How weird would that be if we if we use that calendar and not the one we use now? I mean, even in Israel, they don't even use that calendar. Right, like nobody does. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, just what if they did, you know? And like yeah. Instead of it being 2016, it's what?
0: 5777. F- the- I think it adds gravitas to the human race. Yeah, it you does. Know, instead of, so, uh, you know, the rest of the world uh, uses BC and AC. Mm-hmm. So it would be like, you know... I don't know that's that's always difficult for me like 1500 BC and then you gotta do reverse math, and you're like,
2: mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. and then add it to what we are. So it's like three thousand, thirty five hundred yeah, exactly. years ago. Yeah, It's
0: it's, but th- I mean, I think. Listen, I'm not pushing for this change, but I yeah. think it's like it, it. It makes us, you know, fifty seven seventy. So we've been around a while, you know. So
2: what is the what is that date? Fifty seven. <laughs> what 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 what? What's the kickoff? I, don't I mean, know. A- ours. Abraham, obviously. maybe. I is know. that what?
0: It, I don't I know. Have no <laughs> You're a good Jew. I have no (laughs) idea what the kickoff date is. That's a good
2: question. I didn't know. I I probably
0: knew that when I was 12, but I have no idea now. Okay. I think that's when Abraham talked to God. I don't know. To be honest, I, I don't know. Dowden, you got anything? I'll do the research. <laughs> right, thank
2: you. you guys just <laughs> test it and uh, make of up us stuff, i just making and I'll, stuff up. Yeah, will see if I can. Find totally,
0: it. I am. I am uh, not representing the Jewish faith very well here. I don't know how it started. You're fine. Uh, we got a big show tonight. Brian Monahan is going to join us from Cocoa Beach, Florida. The Channel Two Action News meteorologist. Love that little guy. He's going to join us with the latest on Hurricane Matthew, which is could do. They're saying could do crazy things.
2: Yeah, they, the, the the patterns for the the hurricane. I've never seen this many. Yeah. Um, as far as possible patterns in the next four or five days. So. One
0: of the things they say it could do is it could come hit land, go up the coast, of North Carolina, and then loop back, back, back into around. the ocean and come back Pick around down speed. to Florida. Yeah. It could be an eight-day hurricane that just goes in a circle around the coast, which is. I've I never want to see that. No, definitely not. Yeah, you do. do want to see it? Well, I don't live in Florida. Yeah, I know, but that's I don't know anybody. In here's Florida. The, here's the here's Florida's how it impacts it. us. Well, first of all, the Georgia coast is going to get smushed. Yeah, they're going to get pummeled. Uh, and you just came back from Tybee, so you, you have yeah. to under you know the people there are nice people. Um, but what happens is, and again, I'm making this up completely. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> like most thing i'm totally so, <laughs> so let's say worst case scenario there's 25 billion dollars worth of damage mm-hmm. along the coastline of florida georgia uh, south carolina etc yeah. uh that will I, I think trickle down will impact our insurance rates because the insurance companies have to you know pay for all the destroyed beachfront homes and i think the the, the literally the tide rises all ships so it, mm-hmm. we will see an in, increase in in insurance rates so uh, as cool as you might think it, it would be right, to well, see. Skip,
2: George, you can hit Florida if I'm fine with that.
0: Florida's yeah. yeah. Florida I don't is Florida. play Florida. Interest. I do have family down there, so I, I okay, hope Okay, well, are. I don't want them to get them. Brian Monahan will join us from uh, Florida in the second half hour, in the second hour of the show, and Lonely Tailgater with Blessed or Not Blessed. I didn't preface, uh, I didn't tell uh, Dowden before the uh, show, but I want to play some audio here in this first second uh, segment, if Go we for could. It. I want to discuss the VP debate last night. I had no intention of watching it.
2: Which you shouldn't have.
0: Well, I pro- yeah, I shouldn't have. But then I saw that Donald Trump was going to live tweet it. So I was like,
2: all right, so I'll watch have to. it.
0: Yeah. But the tweets, he wasn't even tweeting. He was nah. just retweeting people so whatever. i don't think it
2: was him I, I i'm not sure i'm not entirely convinced it was all him i all right. think he had a lot of people around him so i i watched the debate
0: last night and uh, three minutes in i was like tim kane chill the f out
2: man he th- was it, annoying it was it was annoying it was and frustrating even if you agree with what he's saying he was he was frustrated it
0: was he skipped his adderall uh, well I, <laughs> here's what i think it is because uh, uh by all accounts tim kane's a really nice dude yeah and I think that the the handler said, You need to go out and be the attack dog for yeah. Hillary, which is not his role. No. You know, it'd be like Lonely Tailgator doing the fast food review. That's not his role. Right. Um and I think they they overloaded his brain with so many things to bring up that it was just, you know, he's like, I gotta get it all in, I gotta talk, I gotta and it was just It's it, like for, he had Tourette's It was it was as a guy who's uh, who debated in college yeah. that's not how you win debates no. it's just
2: and he didn't i mean nobody and
0: like... and and he was he shot himself in his foot a number of times where he Elaine hano who by the way <laughs> i'm a big fan of <laughs> let
2: me just say i think say a lot that. of people are now <laughs> holy
0: smokes anyway yeah. she was she was she had i forgot what the uh the topic was it might have been russia wasn't
3: listening might have been syria i don't know
0: but um Pence avoided the question. Sure. And she was about to come back and be like, dude, answer the question. But Kane jumped in He's... and saved Pence from yeah. a tough follow-up. And yeah. it was it was so just as a viewer or a listener, if you if you yeah. listen here on the radio, even even if that was a guy that was saying everything that you wanted to hear, that was that agreed with every viewpoint you wanted, his his tactic and the way he did it. Ugh. Was it was annoying and was it, it turned off-putting. you off? It was very off putting. Yeah, and so while he might he did have some good points, and I think Pence, I'll give Pence credit. He was brilliant at not defending Donald Trump he, without not making it look like he was not defending Donald Trump.
2: I love. I don't think he answered honestly. I don't think he answered a single question. And he 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 he. This is what he did every single time. Yeah, he never said that, and he would shake his head. Yeah, kind of smile. Yeah. Say I can completely defend everything that you just said. Yeah, and then didn't and then defend. he would go off into <laughs> yeah. left field with something else, and you were just sitting there going, "Well, all right, I guess he just every single it was, time." It was it was actually <laughs> for me it was kind of brilliant. It, no, I, that's it. what
0: I tweeted last <laughs> night. I'm was. like, he is he's masterful. Yeah, and that's a skill. Yeah, it is because if you if you know if if you're a normal person and uh, Dowd and I are in the break room, and Dowd's like, "Did you eat my coffee cake?" You know, I, my first uh, in- in- inclination is like, no, I didn't. You know, and get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, if if this was Mike Pence in the break room mm-hmm. with doubt, and he's like, Pence, did you eat my coffee cake? Let me tell you about the time Hillary Clinton stole <laughs> yeah. the apple pie <laughs> off of Grandma Smith. It was, and but you know, that's a that's no, a, it was he was. It's it not a natural thing to do. No question avoidance, but he was masterful at it, and yeah. and that to me, uh, his poise, the way he he handled himself. And the way he avoided getting uh, cornered on anything, totally, he clearly won that debate. It's well, not it even frustra- a question. It
2: right? frustrated Kane because he would he do that, and yeah. I think that's why he he continually and it got worse and worse as the debate went on. Him interrupting him all the time, trying to get trying to get him back yeah. into the discussion he wanted him into, and Pence wasn't buying it, and he would just go off on his own, and so it was great. So I know that was the only vice
0: presidential debate, yeah. but. Uh, the Clinton campaign wants to uh, – they want to reset with with uh, Tim Kaine and how he does his debate style. So they brought in a debate coach um, to work with him because um, we saw two contrasting debate styles last night. We saw the frantic Tim <laughs> Kaine, and then we saw uh, Governor Mike Pence, who is calm, relaxed, and poised. So we have audio uh, that we secured – from, the, uh, from this morning, uh, they brought in a special debate coach for Tim Kaine. This was the advice that uh, they gave uh, Senator Kaine. Head up. Shoulders back. Posture. See? Yes,
2: Posture. Yes, I see.
3: Okay. All right, let's try a few more questions, all right? And the U.S. was on the brink of a nuclear war. And the only way the conflict could be averted was if you agreed to sleep with the enemy's leader. <laughs> What would you do? Kramer, are these questions really that important? Yes, they're important. If you stumble, if you hesitate, you can kiss the crown goodbye. Now, if I told you once, I've told you a thousand times, poise counts. It's just as important as the others. Swimsuit, evening wear, talent, poise.
0: (laughs) Poise, Poise counted last night. Oh man! Uh, Mike Pence was as cool as the other side of the pillow. He
2: was as cute as a cucumber. He
0: didn't. Uh, a, again, if if you just looked at the transcript of the debate and you didn't watch it or listen to it and you just read it, you'd be like, "Well, man, this guy he didn't answer a damn thing." Mm-mm. And and Kane made some good points. And but if you watched it or listened to it, just the the two different styles, were, it was it was night and day. And and Pence ruled the night. There was no question about it. Yeah. And uh, and I think this is, and I I want to turn this debate into uh into a life lesson for all of us because I think we can all learn from what we saw and heard last night uh, during the vice presidential debate and apply it to our real lives, day to day lives uh, on what to do and what not to do. 404 Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk on Twitter at Mark Arum M A R K A R U M. Your thoughts on the VP debate last night? Do you agree with me that it was uh, Pence in a landslide? Or do you think Tim Kaine, frantic Tim Kaine, pulled out a victory? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. The
3: Mark Aram Show, brought to you by Low-T Nation.
0: Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750, wsb While he was scheming, I was Welcome back to the show, 10, uh, 25, 68 gorgeous degrees on Peachtree Street. I'm so glad it's starting to cool down out there. Your thoughts on last night's vice presidential debate, 404 1800 1-800-WSB-TALK. Joe's in Locust Grove. Joe, you are on the Mark Aram Show.
4: Hey, thanks, Mark. Nice talking to you. My pleasure. Uh, I just want to say that I thought it was interesting that uh, Kane was playing the uh, Donald Trump role and... Uh, uh, Mike Pence was playing Hillary as far as their uh, psychic roles go and how they uh, came across. But, but that, I mean, it's,
0: it's that simple though. So in the first debate, Hillary was calm, Trump was agitated, and Hillary won the debate. In this debate, right. um, Pence was calm, Kane exactly. was agitated, and Pence won the debate. So
4: all they had to do was being calm. But you know what, uh, Mark? I can't understand it. Of course, we all know that Donald Trump didn't have rehears- rehearsing or a uh, didn't practice or whatever. Yeah, he didn't prep for people it. People say, people say, well, he's not a politician. I'm sorry, that's no excuse. They can say all they want to about how corrupt the moderator was, and he was, and how Hillary and all of the Democrats, all of them, got the media in their favor, and they are. But if you can't hold your own, like Mike Pence, I think did, I'd like to see him score. I could see where he could have scored some more points, but. Uh, Uh, To me, as far as Donald Trump, he lost that. He lost that alone.
0: Uh, What what I'm wondering is if, because obviously uh, Donald Trump was watching the debate last night, and he had good things to say about Pence's performance, as did everyone. Do do you think, Chuck, that he he took something away from that and learned, um, you know,
2: to change his tactic in the
0: second debate?
2: I would hope so. I, I don't think he probably did. I would. I would imagine that the team around him probably pointed out, yeah. "Hey, maybe you should do it a little more like this." Although I did have to laugh today um, at one of his rallies. Today he was more or less taking credit for Pence's performance at the at the yeah, debate last yeah. night, which I I did have to laugh. I'm like, oh man, he just never stops. He, <laughs> it was. Uh, I, I just laughed. I uh, it, it's
0: it, to me if I was uh, and listen, I don't prep for the show so i can't yell at him for not prepping for the debate but if if this was as important as the debate would you know i'd, yeah. I'd have a team of people in here prepping me um but you know this this second debate is is ultra is important because the tide is, is shifting and and mike pence has given him a boost up now yep. and said all right this is this is uh i'm, I'm calm i'm sane i'm half your ticket. Follow my lead and we can pull this thing off. Uh we'll come back with more of your thoughts on last night's debate, and I want I want to tell you how you can improve your day to day life by what we saw in last night's debate. Four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty. This is the Mark Aram Show.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm WSB's Clark Howard from Dunwoody to Douglasville, Washington to Woodstock, whenever and wherever there's, there's severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it.
3: This is Henry Winkler. How are you? And you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. How lucky are you?
1: all oh, the home of the red, the white
3: and the blue
0: welcome back to the show 10 30 723 in front of 11 Mark Arum at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday on news 955 and. am 750 WSB Low-T screens to calls. longoria on a stoic vacation uh, Mark Dowden the gray ghost from Oklahoma uh, is on the other side of the takeout. Window. I like that patriotic song. The nation needs that right now more than <laughs> it does. It does. I was I was throwing this around. What do you guys think about? So on to the the last game at Turner Field, and in the seventh inning, they had Timothy Miller, the opera singer, come out and sing "God Bless America." Nice. Is, is there a way we can incorporate that or the Pledge of Allegiance or something into the show without? making it sound clunky. You know what I'm saying? Like a seventh inning stretch. Yeah, just something. I don't know. I think
2: so. We'll get trip on it.
0: And I want uh, I want F-15s to fly over the station. I think we can at do a that. certain point. Yeah. That's perfectly
2: the, timed. How do they do that, man? So my dad's friends with one of the airmen back home yeah. at the University of Montana. The Grizzlies used to have flyovers all the time. And they they have it set. This is the time. The national anthem has to start at this point. Yeah. And when they sing it, they have it almost down to the second. And they're flying instruments. I don't know. They just know how to gear but, up. Or but gear the down. pressure
0: and, then is on the singer. Yeah.
2: You can't. You can't take your time if you on start that. Start screwing around. Yeah. In fact, one time the the gal was taking so long during the song. Yeah. They flew over way too soon, and apparently the tower told them, you missed it. She's not even close yeah. to the end of the song. I guess they spun around really quick, just gunned it, and made it back before she could finish to hit the right note as they flew over because she was, t- she was and the doing that voice
0: thing. Of the brave, and then whoosh. yeah I couldn't do that in my car. I, know. I couldn't time that no. <laughs> driving by Turner Field in my car. All right, what it? It's amazing. And it's not like they, they can hit the brakes up there and slow down, you know? Yeah. So impressive. I was yeah. wondering how they timed that out. I love that. I yeah. love the jet flyover.
2: That's great. Well,
0: where you're living now, you are you far from Dobbins? No. So do you ever see those big cargo planes? Oh, yeah,
2: all the time. Oh, I freaking love those, too. Yeah, all the time. In fact, they must have been doing exercises or something a couple of months ago, because I'm not kidding, nothing short of 20 of them. Yeah within a matter of a few hours i don't know what they were doing but it was constant they were they, coming they're in and so out and big fly. that when you look up oh, and see huge. them huge
0: it looks like they're they're barely moving
2: i you, you i'm convinced I'm, I, they're they should fall out of the sky right <laughs> i'm watching them creep along my grandfather like drives faster. An yeah and you're like i don't know how this thing doesn't yeah. just drop like a stone
0: I get, I get so uh, jacked up. I love at, it. As, as, as I'm like a little kid. Yeah. Turner Field. I didn't even expect those things at uh, Turner Field on the last game, and they did. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's great. It's well, have, great. Have you ever seen a stealth bomber fly, like actually with your own eyes fly? I've actually flown in one. Oh, wow. No, I'm, I'm totally <laughs> screwed with you.
2: Well, right after 9-11 yeah, back in Tulsa, yeah. they uh, Tinker Air Force Base, they launched a few and had them flying over Oklahoma City and over... Tulsa, Oklahoma City. Obviously, after the bombing, bombing yeah. they were extra precautionary. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it, no, it was I've a never sight. I, it was just. It looks like it just
0: hangs there. Yeah. It was anyway. Uh, that's that bucket list. I need to find that out. Um, bucket list, not a bucket list item. I was watching the VP debate last night, but I did it anyway for the good of the show. Uh, hands down, uh, Mike Pence won, and it wasn't even on the facts or or his arguments or. It was the fact that poise. the he had poise. Poise <laughs> counts. And he just was calm, cool, and collective. And Tim Kaine, uh, I don't know if he was coached to, to to be that way, was interrupting, was annoying. And he, even Tim Kaine's uncle would probably say, you know what, you lost that debate.
2: I wonder if he was expecting more of a Donald Trump performance out he of his. He shouldn't Pence. have. That's what I said. Because he, going in... The, Nobody everyone, look at Pence and thinks that.
0: Well, everyone, everyone looked at this and be like, "All right, th- these are two nice guys. It's yeah, gonna be, it would be polite." Yeah, it, and that's what we expected. Yeah. And then for some reason, Kane just couldn't stop interrupting, and it was, it was telling because he could have. He could have been right on 100 percent of the issues. He still would have lost that debate. Yeah. Because Mike Pence did not lose his cool, did not take yeah. the bait, and was just—he was the adult on stage.
2: Optics if you looked at those two are, guys, optics are big. Yeah. You know, I don't. People don't sometimes realize that they mean more than just about everything sure. else. Is how something is perceived yeah. and it looks, and he didn't look good. I think Boys, it was cows. like 70 interruptions or something. Yeah. Like that. 70 plus. It was annoying. Goodness. Yeah. And two minutes
0: in, I tweeted out, I'm like, these interruptions are not going to play well with undecided voters. And, and it went on, and by the end of the debate, I'm like, it's not playing well with any voters. There's no. Democrats that are going, what the hell is going on with Tim No, I,
2: I'll be honest, Trump and and Clinton played nice longer in their debate until yeah. it sort of devolved into the interrupting nonsense than those two did last yeah. night. they It started right away.
0: Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on the debate last night, Ericson Conyers. Eric, welcome to the program.
3: Um, My thoughts about the debate last night, I would agree that Mike Pence was cool, calm, and collected, and Tim Kaine just really came off as kind of rude and conceited, you know, just rudely interrupting like he did. And another thing I would point out, you know, the moderator, Elaine Kiona, you know, um, I have respect for as a journalist, but I just kind of don't think, you know, her moderating was kind of my cup of tea. I
0: I had no problem with the, the way she handled it. She... It's 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 got to be tough to when two guys are screaming like that. She she eventually laid down the law. She should have asserted her uh, dominance a little bit earlier in the debate. Um, I thought she was fine. I don't know why why Pence supporters are mad at Elaine Quijano because she's part of the reason why why you know Tim Kaine came off like such a jerk is because she didn't stop him from interrupting. You know, well, if, she, if she laid down the law two minutes in, it was like, you know, uh, Senator Kane, you have to stop talking, and he stopped doing it. It could have been a whole different debate. That's
2: a good. That's a good juxtaposition and a point because you're right. They are all mad that she didn't inject herself more and stop him from doing it. Had she done that, the optics would have been different. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure it would have been such a Pence if, victory. If, yeah. In the
0: beginning, when he's when he was going, you know, after Governor Pence, if if Keanu steps in and is like. You cannot do that, Senator Kane. You you will talk when spoken to when I tell you to. Yeah. And he backed off. The debate could have been whole a wholly a different whole story. Lot different. So if, if if anyone yeah, I listen.
2: That's the, interesting. I, I haven't thought about that yeah. because I've seen that all day today Is is Trump and Penn supporters very upset with how she kind of let things go with Kane, but I don't know if it worked. Just, it <laughs> Yeah. She <laughs> gets the
0: assist. She gets, yeah, the assist. she gets the assist on the so. win. Uh Wolf is in Atlanta Wolf. You are on the Mark Aram show.
1: Hey, how you doing? What's going on, Wolfie? Uh, Man, I love your show. I listen to it all the time, almost every night. And I want to tell you, I'm real, real, real excited about being on with you, man.
0: It is my pleasure, dude. Thank you so much for listening, by the way.
1: I just wanted to kind of give you my opinion of uh, the debate last night. Uh, The debate was a definite hit uh, for anybody who wanted to see the two different views the biggest thing that I took away from it is that we didn't really get the real Mike Pence in any way because what he was doing mostly is not being able to defend at all Donald Trump, who is indefensible. And I had made a decision one way or the other about who I want to be in the white house. Mm-hmm. But what I will tell you is that, you know, the facts were on uh, Kane's side, but it didn't. But and it didn't
0: it matter, though. That's the thing. That's the the crazy part of it. Even though Tim Kaine, you know, brought up legitimate things that Donald Trump had said, and Pence uh, denied it or, or wouldn't wouldn't uh, talk about it. The fact that he was just so calm about it, and Kane was so hectic. It it the optics, as Chuck said, uh, Pence was was to the visual eye and to the ear the the winner in that debate. I mean, th- listen, well, Tim Kaine I mean, made some good know, points in that debate.
1: I agree with you, but think about this, though. The people who were, you know, nonchalant and the people who were involved in things that people are not proud of, they had the same attitude, okay? When you look at back in history, you know, the people who really were not engaged, people who denied everything, they were the ones that were the culprits. And that's what Trump is right now. Trump has everything that, 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 that uh, Kane said that, that, that he did or he said is documented in film and video. And you know, a matter of fact, uh, Hillary has a has a, a, um, a commercial out right now, or uh, a promotion out about in his exact words the things that Pence had talked about. Like you
0: well, know, that up, that uh, that underlines that. the the point that I'm trying to make here, Wolf, is that even though Tim Kaine, if, if you just read the transcript, he scored points. There were points scored last mm-hmm. night. But because of how he did it, if you watched it or, or listened to the debate, you, you kind of dismissed anything he was saying because he was interrupting and he was being uh, very harsh. And Pence was the opposite. So even though Kane made legitimate points about what Donald Trump has said in the past, it, it doesn't matter at the end of the debate when you're scoring this thing because Pence handled it like a pro. And you know, a lot of the pundits last night after the debate um, really said, listen, this is Pence setting himself up for 2020.
2: Yeah, and even even if you get Chris Matthews to admit on MSNBC that Mike Pence won that debate, mm-hmm. maybe not on substance, but on every other measurable, yeah. it's hard to argue. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard no. to say that he didn't cuz you you're you're right. Uh Kane brought up a lot of really solid evidence that Pence just was able to yeah wiggle out of very yeah. masterfully in his, you know, Tourette-like interruptions. Exactly
0: exactly it was
2: <laughs> but chris and, matthews said it i was like holy cow Pe-
0: i give pence credit because um i didn't know he used to be a talk show host yeah i had no idea so that's how he started they said that some of that um helped him in his background of i guess talking to angry callers you yeah know? and because deli- that's what it sounded like kane sounded like an angry caller to a talk show mm-hmm. and pence I get was plenty of those yeah and pence was just like i don't whatever you're talking about dude i don't know
2: he he modeled himself after um paul harvey and so he, he yeah, you can tell he's point. got a much very quiet conversational yeah. style, not
0: And we've so, heard that. I mean yeah. we, you know Pence was in the studio with Herman Cain. Yeah. So he had the, the same uh soothing yep. manner and, and I feel and, like
2: he should be doing smooth jazz on Saturday yeah, night at like exactly. 11, o'clock. <laughs> exactly. eleven o'clock.
0: This is Mike Pence for NPR. <laughs> Coming up next, Shwetty balls. <laughs> cousin Eddie joins us next on the Mark Air So Hello, cousin Eddie.
4: Hey Mark, how's it going? What's up, brother? Oh, welcome back! First of all, thank you. Yeah, um, I, I like to know how many people um, started feeling like um, you know he was going to start pulling another Howard Dean. You know, yeah,
0: that, that that's I also I actually thought about that. I'm like, this is a, a Dean-esque performance by uh, and look, but there's another example of how being out of control in a political setting is a career killer. I mean, you remember Howard Dean on stage.
4: What? I know kind of, you kind you sort of expecting him to start rattling off the names of all the states
0: yeah exactly that I mean and that absolutely just killed Howard Dean's political career now there are areas in 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 society where that can help you being a talk show host, for one we, we you know if you ever listen to sports talk radio and you get you ever heard of uh you know coach of a baseball team coach or of or a baseball team, team Pharrell. You know? Pharrell on yeah. the bench he's just screaming that, that's his shtick. That shtick does not work no. in uh, in politics. We'll come back with more of your calls. I still want to tell you how we can all use Mike Pence's performance to help us on a day-to-day basis. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show.
3: Not now. It'll take a while.
0: Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. No. Welcome back. 10-54, uh, no. 67 degrees on Peachtree Street. Back to the phones we go. Michael's in Decatur. Michael, welcome to the program.
3: How you doing? What's up, buddy? I thought, uh, your take on the uh, debate last night is pretty accurate, but I think what we saw was a microcosm of how this election has gone um, between our two parties. No satisfaction uh, with either party. Um, um, we saw uh, the cane demeanor last night. Um, that just, you know, just shook everything that you thought the Democratic Party would be about last night. And then Pence being cool and collected, but saying nothing, um, showing that it's sometimes better not to say anything. And being the seasoned veteran politician that he is, he didn't have to say anything in order to make his point um, that Trump may not be the best candidate for our presidency. But um, it may be the lesser of two evils.
0: How, how know, many people? How many Republicans last night were watching this, going, "Gosh darn it! I wish Mike Pence was our candidate."
3: Exactly. You know, if, if he were running for president, I would probably be more inclined to vote Republican than I am now, uh, being a lifelong Democrat. But like I said, I'm, I think we're not a member with either one of our parties right now. So it's like, no. The, the, I mean, where do we go? I've, I, I've said how this. We make that decision.
0: I've said this for a while now. The, these are the two worst candidates. Head to head in a presidential election that we perhaps have ever had. Uh, it's and if Pence was running right now against Hillary, he'd be up five six points nationally. I think from what I saw last night. Now, granted, he is um, he's got some chinks in the armor when it comes to some of the social issues, which I I really thought Kehana was going to bring up, uh, gay marriage and, and stuff like that. Um, on, on a lot of the social issues, he's 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 not as uh, likable for half the country. But um he did Kane wouldn't he, Kane was interrupting so much. Anytime that Keanu wanted to give a follow up, and I thought she was gonna follow up with gay marriage, LBGT stuff, Kane just kept butting in and uh, and Pence He was more Yeah, oh absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Marco Don and Noah hang tight, I will get to your calls. Lonely Tailgator joins us with blessed or not blessed. And uh, Brian Monahan will join us from Florida with Hurricane Matthew. That's all coming up in the second hour of the broadcast, 404-872-0750. Next hour, live on Blaze TV. Just kidding. That's Dana Lash's line. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aaron Show.